Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 739, Wednesday edition of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by J.D. Raider and two Wisconsinians, I believe that's how it's pronounced, Shane Sparks and Ben Funky Askren. What's up uh, to our neighbors up north there? Doing well. Doing good. Doing fantastic, guys. I hear that music. It fires me up. It's time to talk some wrestling. And if you peel the onion back a little bit more, time to teach Ben some wrestling. Okay, let's let's do that a little bit. Actually, shout out to Ben. I was teaching. Uh, uh, we were oh. going over some cradle stuff yesterday. The five one two outlaws, yeah. and uh, you know, nice. you got to have the crook of the elbow in the back of the knee and <laughs> the back of the neck. Some of these little suckers, they let it get too loose, and you got to. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're at that age. They're moving all over the place. Oh yeah. You know, I have going for you last night, Christian. That you'll enjoy because you enjoy the Aussie stories. So last night, I take my kids up to wrestling. Alex is in the older class, so we have two of them side by side, five forty-five to six forty-five. Um, she's an eight and nine-year-olds, and the next door there's this five, six, and seven-year-olds. And Ozzy's playing just a game or whatever the hell he's doing, you know. And so. I'm teaching eight, nine-year-olds. Someone else is teaching five, six, seven-year-olds. And all of a sudden, halfway through the practice, Ozzy comes over. Like by the, It's f- far away by the water fountain, right? And he goes, Dad, I'm doing the practice next door. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, wait, we don't allow four-year-olds in there, Ozzy. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he just did it on his own. He just said, hey, I'm going to go do practice. And he went and did practice, I guess. What a beast. I'm just disappointed, Ben. What's you that? just called it a water phone. We live in Wisconsin. It's a bubbler. You know. Oh that. well, I no one would have known what I was talking about. But I said bubbler. A bubbler. <laughs> That's what they call it. It's bad. Are you serious? It doesn't put out. Yeah. And I don't stuff. know of any other state that calls it that. I remember. Nobody. I was actually at an Arizona State wrestling. New England in does. My favorite state. And I asked for the bubbler, and everybody looked at me crazy. I was 15 years old when I realized we're the it only people crazy. That. Yeah, that's that yeah. is kind of audacious. Thank you, Ben, for not uh. We gotta stop bubbling its tracks. I don't, I don't think that's good. That's Water fountain funny. or drinking fountain should be the debate. Coaching wrestling is so fun, though, Ben. It is, it very, is. It is, it is great. Um, okay, so we got a lot. Shane, Shane was uh, front and center for for all the wrestling fun last week in, in I Iowa saw him City. In the background a whole bunch. Yeah, we saw him a bunch. We heard you a bunch. How was it in Iowa? It's my first time back there since February of 2020, and that place to me, I mean. 
it's my favorite place on the planet. There's no place that puts me in a mood like that than Carver Hawkeye, of course. Uh, Penn State, I love going to Bryce Jordan Center, Rec Hall, Schoenstein Center at Ohio State. But to me, Carver Hawkeye's always been Yankee Stadium of Wrestling. So it was just awesome being back there. It's just been a long time. So it was awesome being back there. And a couple of good duels. Hawkeye's a little bit sluggish, I think, compared to their expectations on Friday night, even though they won 22-10. But then against Purdue on Sunday, looked a whole lot better. Four or five bonus point victories. They, they just looked a lot, a lot more aggressive. So it was great to be there. Heck yeah. What's on your schedule uh, for, for the upcoming weeks? Um, this week is, um, let's see here. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan is the next one. Friday night, doubleheader Friday night. It's it's Ohio State, Michigan, Maybe. and then I believe it's Nebraska, Minnesota to follow on Friday night. So right. it's uh, another weekend in the Big Ten. As we saw, it didn't take long. We talked about this last week in, in reference <laughs> to one twenty-five. Man, that mm-hmm. didn't take long to show itself. I mean, that weight class uh, it might not have the hammers credentially as you know heavyweight one forty one some other weight classes, but that is a fun weight class, 125. Now, your guy, Patrick Glory, could be wrestling Brandon Courtney this weekend. Wait. What do you think about that match? Hold on. Can, wait, can I before his guy yeah. bring uh, what? Patrick Glory? Did he duck someone last weekend? Because I've heard rumors he ducked well, someone. He didn't duck anyone. Half of Shane, Princeton he was duck out. someone? Help us out here. Here's here's what I, again, This I know that Princeton had COVID issues. Whether or not that was the case, I don't know. But okay. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, that's what I hope the case was because Christian and I were talking, and this is that we could talk about this literally every single week. And as a wrestling fan, I don't know what the fix is. I'm, I'm glad I'm not responsible for it, but because uh, I'm not just I'm not smart enough. But I was really looking forward to 157. Beginning of the season this year, I circled a handful of matches where I'm like, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. I was looking forward to Brayton Lee and Ryan Deacon. They both rest, mm, both yeah. wrestled Friday. I'm like, okay. And then it doesn't happen. And again, I, I don't know why. I, I have no idea why. So I'm not going to speculate or hammer somebody. But man, it's just disappointing. And, and and Glory, whatever the case might be, I was disappointed that I didn't. It was what Camacho from NC State, I yeah, believe. Yeah, that's a fun match. Yeah, I was looking forward to that match. And and I and I just um, again my personal opinion. I'm, I'm just like paranoid to, to say something to ever, get everybody all in an uproar. But that's like what I do wrestling, for a living. <laughs> college wrestling's got to be so difficult it's got to be so difficult when you think about the academics the the weight management all that goes into it it's got to be so hard why do you do it like i just want to i would just want to wrestle i just want to wrestle and if i win great and if i lose i'm not gonna let it kill it's like that's what i do i'm a wrestler so that's what i do and i just sometimes i'm just surprised as how it's like, man, you got a big match. I'd be, you know, I'd be the guy telling my coach, like, no, I'm, I'm doing, like, I'm doing this. Come mm-hmm. on, man, I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, I've, I've trained all week. I got all this time invested in my life. Like, I want to be. I'm wrestling this week. I don't care who it is. It's what I do. Let's go. But yeah, I think the, what the, the college wrestling fan has got has become probably really jaded um these last couple of years where it's like yes. even even last night i was like dude northwestern versus iowa is actually a really fun duel there's five really exciting matches there and yeah. i'm like yep i'm like oh wait a second i'm like well let me not get ahead of myself here how many of these matches are gonna yeah. happen how many of these, you know just it's just sort of the nature of it like guys are i think 
if it's a question, I think they just err on the side of what's caution. And what used to be caution, uh, regarded as caution, that has shifted, I think, over the last couple of years. Now it's like, if I'm going, it's not, am I at risk? Is it, am I at risk of losing or having a down performance? Like having a down performance is viewed as a reason not to wrestle, I think. Whereas, I mean, one guy that I really like right now, just because he shows up and I know he's having a hard time, but we talk about, you know, you and I were, we were all talking before this about crypto before the show started. And, um, you know, it's like, oh, the market's a little bit down. Now's the time to jump on. There's a guy out there right now that's not, he's struggling right now from a wins loss standpoint. And I buy high on him right now. And that's Caleb Young of Iowa. He's a, he had a oh, tough match I'll with Brayton Lee, but you know you what mine. he does? He shows up. Been he selling shows Caleb up. Young stock. I'm I'm buying Caleb Young stock right now. I'm buying it I, because it, it's low. maybe as a human, maybe as a human being, but not as a as a wrestler for this. But I, I guess my point here is I appreciate. I the like fact your point. That his schedule like is it. tough as hell, and he shows up. I like that. I respect yeah, yeah. that. I Caleb agree. Young shows up and competes. And and I think as the season progresses, I think hey, this this could be sharpening him up and come come March. And keep in mind, Caleb Young has shown up. What is he? A three-time All-American, I believe. I think he's. No. I think he's two true ones with a COVID All-American. And then, and then yeah. the NWCA wow. first team, I believe he was. Yeah. So I just think to myself, yeah, you know, he's just a guy that he shows up and competes, and and maybe this this helps him perhaps. But yeah. I just like that he shows up against the tough guys every week. He's he's in the mix yes. for sure at, at one fifty-seven. There's some tough guys, but you look you look at this weight. It's full of guys. He's he's beaten or can compete with, you know, Brayton yes. is fifth. He, I was surprised how close he was with, with Brayton. I know he's beaten him in the past, but the way mm-hmm. Caleb was trending, I figured Brayton would run away with that. And he needed a late takedown yep. to win that match. That was a good match. That was a really good match. I mean, yeah. Lee was down. I, I think he was, yeah, he was, he was trailing yeah, and going on bottom it. in the third period. If I remember right. And yes. Brayton Lee, man, he's, he's that, that he's a stud. He's good. He's really good. He's good. Yeah. And that's a, that would be a fun segment, just like who are the buy-low guys right now in, in college wrestling? Who's coming off a tough weekend well, where you're like buying that stock? You know, one segment that we talked about yesterday that people actually enjoyed, I saw it on the Matt Forum, was uh, the volatility team. And I can't believe I forgot. This is probably my number one pick, Christian. <laughs> and that's t- Taylor Benz. Oh. He beat Aaron Brooks. <laughs> he almost beats Heath Valencia. But he loses some terrible people sometimes. You see, he's my number one draft pick. I, do you see my my volatile team? I put in the in the doc. Where? He's yeah. Look, uh, JD didn't send me the doc. You're gonna love what I put in. Yeah, he did. There's no oh, way. That's a great. I segment. Did. He did. It's not my email. What is wrong with this dude? He. But you he know, did. he sent it to oh, really? Shane. Listen, you're gonna love I what I put that. in there. Can you screenshot right, it, uh, Tyler, and put it in this my right uh, now? All time volatility team. Yeah, it just says volatile team. I'm taking out one part. So, so I don't get uh, oh, yeah. destroyed when I go to a certain city. Um, but yeah, I I made Taylor Vins the team captain. Boom! That's genius. Yeah. Anthony so, Valencia, yes, for sure. This is good, Christian. This is really you good. You put Bull. Bull, is he though? Who's he lost to that yeah, isn't great? I put yeah. NCAA Ryan Deacon at 57. NCAA, listen. It would be NCAA no, no, no. Bull. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let's look at his losses at NCAAs. Well, not last year because he didn't wrestle on the backside. Okay, he lost to the national champion, and then he, he forfeited out due to injury. 
The year before, he well, lost to the national champion. I know his NCAA. losses aren't bad. Okay. When you go yeah. in. Ryan Deacon lost to Caleb Young twice. He got pinned by Jesse Delavecchi and a half Nelson. That is different <laughs> than than what. Bull is losing. Is the Don't skin say of his, that about Shane's future son-in-law. This is. <laughs> Bull loses by the skin of his teeth to Makai Lewis. By the skin of his teeth to Shane Griffith. I'm pretty sure in overtime. That guy goes Whoa. on to win a national championship. This, this is. The the disparity in, in results from Ryan Deacon, who looks like the far and away best guy, to, you know, he, he lost to Jacory, sure. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Maybe not. No, he got Christian. third. He got I, third. I like he beat Jacory. So, yeah. Taylor my, Vence, though, I mean, he lets it fly. I mean, he's entertaining. Sort I mean, of. Taylor, Taylor, Sometimes. Taylor Vence reminds me. You know what Taylor Vence is, guys? Taylor Vence is like, and I make a I make, I got a, I always have a baseball analogy. Taylor Levins, Taylor Vins reminds me of like, remember Adam Dunn? Yeah, he just struck out Adam a home Dunn run. Like 50 bombs a year and strike out 200 times. But he was, when he hit it, it was 450 feet. And that's Taylor Vins. Like yeah. he can, you miss location on a fastball and he will crush it. But yeah. you can strike him out too. Yeah, he is, he is definitely the most uh, combustible. Um, so my, my team right now, you can see it there. Pat McKee, Eric Barnett, that's like gonna be it. tough. They're, those two are gonna battle right up till Big Tens for for that starting yeah. job. Mickey Phillippe, you beat Dayton Fix, you lose to uh, Malik Hines. That's that's pretty volatile. Chad Red, yeah. literally for He's four straight fight. years, we have said this dude. Just wait till March. It doesn't matter either. Just wait till March. Just wait till March. He's gonna show up. He's gonna yep. wrestle really good. But until then, <laughs> you have no idea what's gonna happen. Nebraska putting three on the team. Nebraska, yeah, a sneaky <laughs> volatile team. Ridge Lovett, the hero of Big Tens. And then Should an we NCAA. Ridge Lovett on there. I'm put. Listen, you can't have that Big Ten. Tell me, tell me on Ridge Lovett. Okay. He was this close to beating the audience. Or he beating the audience. Oh, he did almost beat Yanni. Like he clearly has a very high ceiling, but he has taken some poor losses. Yeah, I mean he he got he got pinned by Josh Feinsilver. He lost to Sammy Alvarez last year, who is now not starting. Max Murin, listen, he beats Max Murin eleven six at Big Tens and then loses five three at at NCAs two weeks later. Josh Feinsilver pinned throw on. And I know that's all part of it, but he hit that big throw in at Big Tens for six. Part of being volatile is you got to have big moves. Listen, there's not a lot of great uh, options. Uh, Listen, part of it is the upswing. What about Dom Demas? What about Dom Demas? It's all been, listen, I need the up. Where's the the up? He he hasn't been much up. um, up. So, yeah, NCAA Ryan Deacon, maybe for 57. Anthony Valencia, classic. He's a classic selection here. Um, (laughs) Chris Foca, for sure. I think seventy-four, kind of a runaway candidate there. Taylor Vins is our team captain. He's gonna he's gonna lead this squad. Yes, Isaac is. Trumbull is. He got pinned by Princeton. This guy's got some serious promise. I mean, the the uh, ups. This guy's right there to beat Jacob Warner. He beats. He's beaten Bonacorsi. Beat freaking Rocky Elam. He beat Damn Rocky it. Elam, and then dag on, he he gets packed by the by the Princeton guy and Brandon Metz. Uh, the guy's gonna hold it oh. down. He's yeah, going to be in sudden it. victory. He might be the team captain. He's, he's low. So Taylor Vins is the is like the team leader, but Mets is like the heart and soul guy, right? He's a little, <laughs> he's a little too loco to be your true captain. You don't want him out there. He doesn't for, have quite the high as some of these He doesn't guys. have the high, but the memories are, are amazing. He has the volatility within a match. He'll be in sudden victory, and yes. he will lock up and try a lateral drop. That is, that's what you need. And Conan Jennings is obviously the coach here. 
The guy beats Mason Paris every time. He's got some huge wins and then some losses that will make you say, what is happening? So, wow. That, that's a squad there. Very volatile. Um, that's, that's good. I'm really glad you put that together. That, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks. It, it, you know it, what, though, guys, was this fun. list, this is, that's the team, though. If, if you actually had that team, double, triple ticket prices because that, that'll be a fun match with those oh, guys, yeah. right? That's exciting. Oh, yeah. And these guys make you're the not loss, see, too. You're not going to see zero, zero first periods with that mm -hmm. bunch. No, Never. No, sir. Not 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 with Never. this squad. Not with the Conan Jennings-led squad. Hey, <laughs> I just I, now that I actually have the doc, I, I was looking through it. New update per NCA. Someone who's had COVID within 90 days is now fully vaccinated, which the terminology is just hilarious. But I thought that was always the case, that if you tested positive, you didn't have to test for another 90 days. Well, I thought the I thought the it was actually a wider, uh, used to be a longer period was, of time. I think it's always been ninety days, okay. I had a coach which is why I was saying it was perfect. Case. Yeah, it's perfect that we just had a bunch of people get sick in the last ten days because ninety days takes us through the NCAA tournament. I tweeted about it. It's great. Yeah, remember you you were <laughs> in uh, twenty twenty advocating for the COVID parties. Just get them all Make COVID parties. Uh, listen, that was an idea. I was way ahead of my time on that one. <laughs> <laughs> history will remember that ben we uh, had one at my house last week and it couldn't get me and my wife was so mad oh really yeah you had a covid party test positive i'm freaking invincible my wife got it my mother I'm still undefeated on test wow two of my kids got it it, could, it it was just and i was watching the kids it was surrounding me and i psh, 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 couldn't get me christian piles Ju Ju judy chopping it out of your way bobbing yeah. and weaving well what do we think man is this time Last year, were we having this many disruptions to events? Help me, help me remember. I don't uh, seem to I will help, I will help you because I, I will remember. I remember exactly. Um, in the fall of 2020, it was, and you can look at the numbers. It, it, it will show this. It was crazy. I mean, we would have five to ten kids out every single practice. It, it was mm -hmm. really ridiculous. Um, and then it calmed down by the time we got to this december january time period you know i did one of these numbers and right now we're getting a like an up and it's going up i think higher than anything's went up before but that means it's probably come down relatively quick and no one's really getting all that sick from the new variant and so all these kids will not have to be tested going to ncas it's it's great for wrestling yeah i'm hoping that's that's the case and everyone stays healthy and negative and we don't have i mean the crazy thing was what were the disruptions last year for conferences and ncas i can't remember any None. There, yeah, there, there was, was like none. I don't yeah. think there were. Yep. So we're we're you know I'm obviously we're all hoping and praying that that's that's the way it transpires this year. It seems like the the swell is happening later in the season than it did a year ago, which is flirting a little it's good. Close. Nine, well, ninety days gets us through now. Yeah, good. I know. Golden. I know. Um. So yeah, hopefully that does not uh disrupt, and hopefully we get some great duels between now and then. You know uh. Roman and Nick Lee were out. I, Kale sort of Kale didn't say if that it was COVID related or flu related or whatever. He kind of mentioned both, but it sounded like there was some some level of illness there with those two guys being out. Um, although I don't know for sure, obviously. Um, okay, other other things. What what is this? Shane owes Nick Saban an apology. Are they? What is happening? What is that about? Yes, he does, and he knows it. What did you do, Shane? What did you do, to Nick Saban? <laughs> Hey, this is this is real simple, guys. I'm I'm a little embarrassed. Whoa! I, I clicked on the tweet. Whoa. Yeah. So here's here's what happened. So to give you just, I'm going to keep this pretty quick. 
I used to love Nick Saban. I used to love him. He was my favorite coach by far. So Mm -hmm. I was a huge Nick Saban guy. And then I saw him at a press conference, and I'm a little bit all over the place on this. I'm I'm like, one day he'll get me on one side, one day he'll get me on the other. But you know what I hate? (laughs) I love Dabo Sweeney. And the reason I love Dabo Sweeney is because when he does coaches' interviews with the media, he's polite. Like, you'll never see Dabo Sweeney, like, get frustrated or, like, pull somebody's pants down and embarrass him. Dabo's a dork. I understand these guys get some stupid questions asked. I get it. You know, Nick Saban knows more about football than anybody asking him a question. I'm sure it's frustrating. But just to go back to one of the great movies of all time, Roadhouse, with Patrick Swayze, a.k.a. (laughs) Dalton. There's that one great – there's a great scene in there, and he goes, if somebody does this – you do this, be nice. When somebody does this, you know, take them out of the bar, but be nice. If they do this to you, you do this, but be nice. And I've just always thought, like, just be polite about it. Don't make it a big deal. Saban, I saw him a couple times get a little rattled on the podium. Probably stupid questions, probably warranted to a certain degree. It rubbed me the wrong way. He just way. has his guy's backs. But, well, but, well, here's where I screwed up. Here's where I made the big mistake, and I just – I was wrong. I thought Nick Saban left Miami during the season. And it was for that reason where I was like, he's going to talk about quitting and being a leader and all this. I was like, that is completely, that's BS because he left. And I went back and looked. He did not leave midseason. He used to be the coach of the Miami Dolphins. Oh, I don't know. Yes, with the Dolphins. So I was, I just had my, I had my facts wrong. That simple. Shane. I got a story. You want to hear a story, Shane? I got a story for you. You're going to love this. So right after Thanksgiving, we visited my wife's parents. Did I tell you this, Christian? I don't know if I told you guys this. We visited my wife's parents in Arizona. And my wife and I were supposed to go to Mexico because her friend was getting married. It got canceled, corona, whatever. So we we did like a staycation. We went to a hotel in Phoenix. Well, the last day at a water park, my uh, wife's parents brought the kids. And my wife's dad talks to everybody. I mean, this dude is a talking machine. Makes <laughs> friends with everybody. Well, so I'm playing with the kids. And he's over there. And he's talking to some dude and uh, in the hot tub. And I walk over there. And uh, Dan goes, hey, Ben, this is the Green Bay Packers. He said, this is the Packers coach. I said, what Packers? Because <laughs> the dude looks like he's like young. You know, I said, what Packers? And he said, Green Bay Packers. I said, no way. This dude's too young. It was the coach, though. Shane, it was Matt the coach. They were by yeah, week. I thought, I thought Dan was just like getting the, you know, someone was telling him the story, and he believed it. And, and then the dude, sure enough, he was really the Packers coach. Did you talk to him? Wow. Yeah, we talked to him for a while. Dude, have you told Bracky I'm like, this? <laughs> I'm like, no, not this guy. He's too young. <laughs> Yeah, he's young. I mean, he's, oh, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, was it this guy? Yeah. Yep. You think that yeah, guy's the Packers him. coach? Come on. Evidently. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't pick. I tried I talking pick. his eight-year-old into wrestling. It was good. Heck, yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> and, of it, course, Aaron Rodgers better get the MVP. We all know that. But, I mean, that's not even no, a discussion. Let's so get him. Score. Get him, Shane. Tom, get terrific. Him. I mean, Tom. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. He's unbelievable. But, no, I was – the Saban thing – I apologize. I did have my facts straight. He's a he's a great coach. Uh, I used to love. I just Thank I you, used sir. to really, really be a big big Saban fan. But yeah, you can't you can't debate what he's done. 
And uh, I was, I'll be honest, when I went back and read the article and, and realized I was wrong, I felt like a complete idiot. So, yeah, I got egg on my face on that one. Sometimes you look like an idiot. It won't be the last time it happens to me. So I was wrong. Coach Saban, I apologize. I apologize. And uh, we'll see you guys back in the national championship game next year, I'm sure. Probably true. Probably true. Um, do you think this is going to strain your relationship with Nick long term? I, I think we'll be okay. I, I think we'll be okay. okay. I just, Wait, so I'm, just, like, I'm assuming a, they won the national title. They actually didn't. They, they lost. lost, but they made it. Yeah, Kirby, Kirby Smart and Georgia got them. Fourth quarter pulled away oh, yeah. a little bit. Man, you know yeah, what? You want, talking about you want to understand like how I used to watch Shane. I was probably like you. I used to watch every game, all the football. I would watch the worst bowl games. I would watch all the NFL, all the football, and then Monday at. At practice, wrestling practice, the kids are like, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to watch a game. I'm like, I said, what game? And they looked at me like I had nine heads. They thought I was kidding around. I had no idea the national championship. I said, no, really? What game are you talking about? And I was like pulling my hat. They're like, it's a national championship game. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's really come this far. I'm really just <laughs> full on only watch wrestling. It's crazy. Um, anywho. Back to wrestling. Yanni, among others, headed to France at the end of January to compete in the Henri de Glane in France. I already said that. Um, talk to us about this roster. Who might be there? Do we have any speculation, JD, on who may be there on the international scene? Uh, I'm not sure. It's no longer a ranking series, which I believe it was out for one year. Yeah, so how, how do they pick which one? I mean, do, is there a process by which they pick what the ranking series events are? I haven't. I don't know that there is a. I'm sure there is a process. I don't think there's like a codified thing. Like I don't know if you whoever gives them the most money. But like America is is supposedly going to have a, a rankings series what? this year. What? Mm-hmm. Go USA. When? When I need to play. 2022. Trip. Yeah. When? Yeah. It's a big year. TDB. So disappointing. Sorry. Um, I don't even know what state it's going to be in. <laughs> Other than the United States, so okay. uh, on the on the list we'll have Yanni's the big name. He's the only one that's going to be going there. The only number one guy, but DeShazer, Pat Lugo, uh, Headley, Marsteller, Skaska, McFadden, Andrew Morgan, Mark Hall, Owen Webster, Hayden Zilmer. So it's a team. It's not not a lot of number ones. It's interesting that Yanni's going mid mid season, but that's not thing yeah, we that's haven't seen. Uh, it is a little later. I'm, I'm trying to think of the latest one that Snyder ever went to. I guess Uregan was in January. It was, it was mid-January because remember he had to come back for the Iowa – or sorry, the, the Iowa – the Penn State-Ohio State duel. Yeah. Which is mid to late January. I remember Shane and I got in, uh, got into it. At, at I think that duel, he's like, if if Snyder doesn't win the Hodge, it's a joke. The, the, the award's <laughs> a joke. <laughs> you were fired up on that one. Shane, who's going to win the Hodge this who's year? Who's going to win the Hodge this year now? You I said Keegan. Wins it? You said Keegan. No, no, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I said Keegan. I said Keegan O'Toole at the moment, this was last week, was the leader. And he was. I mean, nobody's going to. I mean, he was. He was the leader. Who do yeah. I think's going to win it? Gable Stevenson's probably going to win it. Yeah. But. Man, I mean, how do you pick him I mean, with so a, few matches? How many is he going to get to, guys? Is he going to get to 20? Mm. No, I don't think he'll get to twenty. No, he won't get to twenty. Will he get to fifteen? He's, he's at three. No, so he's at four. He's at four. No, he's at four. He's at four. Yeah, four. Yeah. He'll probably end up with about fourteen, thirteen, fourteen. I, I would think. 
Yeah, maybe he gets yeah. 18 on the high end. Who else is he going to wrestle? I mean, I figure he'll There's do some six more. Duels left. How many more home duels do they have? Because I feel like he's going to wrestle in those. Yeah. yeah. Wrestle at Carver. I know, but that's like the Carver. Yeah, but thing. that's it. A... Will he wrestle at Michigan? Ooh, he kind of has to go That'd be to that a good one. one. I mean, I would, really. I would think he would. He's wrestled he more than I thought he would this year. I knew he was going to wrestle some, but I know it's only been four matches, but I, I really thought he was going to be. Even less than that, like maybe a home duel here, less maybe than 10? Iowa. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I think I mean, this is. He should go. He's only wrestled two ends, so this is about where we thought he'd be. He should wrestle at every duel, and he should get the Derek Jeter treatment, where other teams were just giving. Yeah, him just gifts. giving him stuff. Him they kind of did at Iowa. Gifts. I mean, there was definitely. I think there was a. Was there the a? Was there a standing ovation? Yes. That was. The, I'm going to tell you this. Shane I could do this job for 50 years. That moment will be one that I'll never forget. That was so cool on Friday night. He got the standing ovation and the look on his face. I don't know if he was, I mean, he was clearly touched. I don't know if he was a little bit surprised. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It was awesome. That was so cool. Yeah. Um, nice. I, 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 I was surprised. I not su- Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised that happened. Because it's like the fans are yelling hateful things. Well, hateful. What? Damn. Yeah. Listen, JD, don't put your don't put your Iowa State spin on everything. <laughs> uh, this guy's this guy's born in the born in born in uh, Ames. I'm just Ames, saying Iowa. they get under opponents' skin. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're hateful. My gosh. They but, say some hateful things to get yeah. under your skin. Man, we needed Ben Askren and Carver Hawkeye. That's what we needed. I would have loved that. That would have been so so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's Henry DeGlaine. Follow along there for for January. Where do you want to go next, JD? Once you drive this bus here. I wanna I wanna know how worried Shane is about Stevan Micic. We talked about it as Whoa. a group yesterday. Uh I, I'm I'm relatively concerned. I wanna know if he's concerned also. Yes, it's hard to say there's no concern, right? I mean that was uh when I got news of that Sunday, I was at at, fr- at first I could I'm thinking because because I I knew Michigan didn't didn't wrestle in the Big Ten this week. Then I I, I forgot that they had that uh, match with Pitt lined up. I think they added that one late. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, no question. You know this is this is one of those guys though. I'm not I'm not selling. I'm not jumping ship. Am I, am I a little bit concerned? Yeah, a little bit. But you know we'll we'll I mean so I'm surprised. And it wasn't like he just got beat. He got he got rolled up pretty good, so uh, definitely definitely was surprising. But a guy like that's been around a long time, and I'm sure they'll that figure it know. out. Yeah, yeah. Who do, yeah. Of the big three at 141, who do you think he matches up best against? There's there's Jaden Ironman, Nickley, and Sebastian easy. Rivera. It's easy. Ironman because I yeah, yeah. Ironman's wrestling everyone to one point. Yeah, that's true. It's got to be Ironman. Yeah, Ironman in, in Phileas, uh, he beat him by one, you know, pretty close match on, you know, closer match two on Friday, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's had to, he's had some, some wins that, uh, you know, obviously came back, fell behind quite a bit, but no, I, I would agree. I Does would agree. Does Michich finish in the top four this year? Whew. I'm struggling think, seeing it right I, now. I don't know. <laughs> um, Man. Top five. I think he's top five. I think he figures it out. He's. I don't think the weight is going to be that big of a factor, ultimately. 
I think it I think it yeah. works itself out. I think he does have short time to really figure it out, but I think he'll make the adjustments and and be fine. I really do. I really I when I was watching stuff on him before his the the Arizona State duel, I know he didn't maybe do what we expected against Klebo. I just feel like he could present so many problems to all these guys if he's if he's right for the weight class. So yeah. I I still think there's only one guy like him in in the bracket that that is that technically that can present those kind of technical challenges and can yeah. really I think shut down aspects of guys hand fighting where a lot of stuff comes from like Rivera he's felt Rivera he's beaten him I know that was a bump up match with Sebastian so kind of a grain of salt there but Nick Lee I think. Nick Lee's really likes to work a lot in the ties. I think he can neutralize a lot of that stuff. I'm not selling. I'm not selling. But yeah, I'm not selling. Certainly either. concerned. It's kind of like Bitcoin. It's like yeah, you know, <laughs> should we sell? I don't know. It's it's just going the wrong way. Going the wrong way, Ben. Seventy-seven percent of people on Spotify said Mitrich will finish in the top five. Okay. Wow. Wow. Your pulls on that Spotify. was a that was a fast pull. No, no, I did it <laughs> yesterday's episode. Wow. Oh, okay. I was going to say, how did you do it in like four minutes? <laughs> JD is like, a, he's like a computer guy. He's a guy, if he, he's at your house, he can install the cable and get the Wi-Fi hooked on. He's, you just got to restart it every time. You just got to restart it. Oh, man. Tech <laughs> you do tell me that. Tech savvy JD. Shane, what is what is on your mind in wrestling right now? That was one of the topics that, uh, um, that JD had here. Well, I mean, what stands out top of mind for me was Drake Ayala this last weekend. I really, I like how he competes. I mean, I going back to the Southern Scuffle when question. he was down by seven. What's that? Here's a question. Who finishes higher at NCAs, Mastro or Ayala? Hmm. Mastro Ooh, beat McKee I'm... soundly earlier in the year. But yeah, he did. McKee of all time team. <sighs> uh, let me look at, let me look at Master Jim. Mastro's undefeated on the year. Ooh. My first, my year. first feeling was Drake. That was the first, that was what came to my. But I'm gonna, I want to look that up and make sure that's how I feel about it. For real, I, the thing with with Mastro versus Drake is I feel like there's a <laughs> maybe a little more offensive potential with Drake, right? I think he's probably got better, more reliable offense, but Mastro maybe more solid, fewer holes in his game. I think yeah. Drake underneath is is a question. I think it, Drake's leg defense, leg attack defense, he's getting his in every McKee match. He he gets completely lifted off the mat yeah. every single time. He gets caught completely flat footed footed against some of these guys, and I think that makes it tough. Um, now, it's been no murderer's row for for Mastro, but he beat McKee ten six. Uh, yeah, it's not he had beat, a good schedule. He beat Prada six four, and. Yeah, I th I think, man, I don't we went know. Overtime I, with Jake Spivell, or however you say his name from from Minnesota, now Wyoming, who is not really that good. Yeah, what yeah. happened in that match? I haven't I haven't seen that one. Don't know. It was at altitude. Altitude match. Yeah, when does Oklahoma State have some better matches? Because this is not uh, February twelfth. Out at the ballpark, Drake Ayala <laughs> versus Trevor Master Giovanni. Well, that see that. Hey, hold on. What's that. today? We are January exactly 12th. one month out. A month away? One month to the day. Wait. From uh, Ballot the Ballpark. He's got card nailed this weekend. Mm -hmm. Oh. Hopefully. That's a good one. Hopefully we see Killian. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Um, 
And then Lehigh's got someone that's pretty Teske? solid. So does no. Iowa State, Teskey. Oh, I yeah. thought you were saying Lehigh and Teskey. Oh, no. I'm like, nope. Lehi- yeah, Lehigh's got uh, Gerald Lane. He's all right. Yeah. Yep. Not, he's not great. But I mean, at this point, he's been the second, guy, uh, second best guy on Mastro's list. Noah Certain will get up eight to nine points. And then Oklahoma State oh, stays just in a tough uh, dual schedule. They really do. They're out of conference duels. Iowa, Lehigh. Well, they didn't do any tournaments though. Minnesota, that's true. Minnesota, no it's really tournaments. Not a tough schedule. Take no. it back. I said dual schedule. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Mastro versus um, Ayala is going to be a huge topic of discussion over the next really couple yeah. months. And uh, Oklahoma State, I feel like, is in the midst of a sneaky, sneaky good season. Yeah. Where no yeah, one's like, talking yep. about it. We talk about it a lot. They're very I don't, good. I don't know it. how much people are talking about Oklahoma State other than us. They have the They're really tournaments. good. Are people besides us talking? Talking about people? I don't know. I don't really know. I don't think it's I don't think the Cowboys are getting enough enough love because they've got a really good team. And well, really we well, look at their about, schedule. It's That's not why. been that bad. Oh, who's wrestled like a, a markedly better schedule than, okay. than Oklahoma State? Well, here's the deal. But you want to you want to talk about them when they have somewhat of a competitive duel where it's kind of exciting. So when well the the collegiate duels, for example, had a bunch of good teams there that were fun duels to yeah. talk about. Iowa, NC State, for example, was awesome. Uh, we thought Arizona State, Penn State was going to be awesome. You know, Michigan. You guys had Michigan, Arizona State. Like that was. Didn't turn out to be awesome. We thought it was going to be awesome, uh, right? Yeah, Everybody, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like we're building up to these. We're excited. We're like, oh, all, all these matches. And when you look at, I mean, we got excited for Stemmet Ferrari. That didn't pan out to be too much. Minnesota's okay this year. Drexel, Oklahoma, class, yeah. Air Force, Wyoming, Utah Valley, Little Rock. Listen, I don't have anything against any of them teams, but that is not an Oklahoma State deal. We're getting excited about. True. So I guess we're going to put all our energy in the, in the Iowa duel. We'll be very excited about that one. Yeah, I mean, really, uh, I mean, the Iowa State-Northern Iowa weekend could be fun. Obviously, I will enjoy the Missouri weekend. Uh, yeah, but no, it's, it's actually not that great, you know, because they don't wrestle Penn State. They don't wrestle Michigan. Um, yeah. There's going to be a lot of good teams not on their on their roster. There, I bet that I – would wager Oklahoma State's going to have some really high seeds at NCAAs with this yeah, schedule. Yeah, they don't have Big 12s. They'll, yeah, yeah. Um, as long as they have a good Big 12s. Good Big 12s. Which they didn't really – they didn't have the best Big 12s last year. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. They, tied. Yeah. They, had, they had a terrible Big 12s last year, and they came out of nowhere at Nationals. Yeah. That was crazy. They, that they was were, crazy. They were bananas at NCAAs. And they're going to be – and they're going to be one of the teams in the mix next year for sure, too, to win, win NCAs. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on so, the team race now, Shane? Well, hold on. Can I make one more comment yeah. about – So, actually, uh, when you look at your Flo's rankings, Oklahoma State has an easy, kind of an easy schedule because out of the top ten, uh, they don't wrestle Penn State. They don't wrestle Michigan. They are number four. They don't wrestle Arizona State, Cornell, Ohio State, Nebraska, or NC State. That's – I mean, that's pretty much the entire – that's pretty much the entire top ten. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, them not going to scuffle definitely was a was a ding in their schedule. Yes. Uh, not hit that. Okay, Shane, what are your thoughts on this team race now with no Spencer? Yeah, I mean, I I think Spencer. What does he average? About twenty five points a tournament. You know, last three years he's right around that twenty five. I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't see Ali getting twenty five, of course, but could he get him? 
know, 12 to 15. Yeah. I think he can. Tough task right there. Yeah. I just, 125, and I, 125, we talked about this, and I think it's pretty accurate with those, with those tiers. I think he'll, I think he's going to uh, get better. I mean, I don't know how these college wrestling practices work as far as like if you're a, you know, starting quarterback, you get the first team reps. And, you know, if you're not, you don't get all the reps. I would, I would assume going to be paying a lot of attention to him. He's going to get a lot of work and, and being, being young and being in that room not long. I would think that his, his growth would be, you know, pretty rapid compared to somebody that's been there six years. Right. I mean, that's, I, I, I could be wrong on that. I mean, what do you think on that, Ben? Is that accurate? Um, that you can make some pretty big gains in a month or two? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's certain programs who make the gains better than others, but yeah, you can make gains for sure. Oh, here we go. That, was a, yeah. that was a subtle dig there. I didn't say anybody uh, there. I know. <laughs> you said it all. You said it all. What did I say? Oh, there's some. No, there I, was actually, some I was actually good. I mean, if you want me to get down to what I really wait, think. Wait, wait, wait. I was actually good on year one and year two gains. It's more like the longevity. I mean, look, look at their senior class right now. They're all, I mean, they're all struggling across the board. And so usually in actually year, I don't know if it's their training regimen or whatever, but year four, five, and six, they generally struggle. I mean, you're, year you're one idea. and two, there's a big boost. Uh, I mean, struggle is, I, I, I would suppose, relative. They're just not, dom- they're not destroying people. Well, I mean, when I say when I say well, if you look at a college wrestler, what you want them to do is be moving up like this, right? Skill level and success, mm-hmm. and up and to the right. And if you look at the majority of their guys right now who are older, they're they're actually down from where their peak is. If you put a peak performance on them, they're not they're not at their peaks. They're certainly not above their peaks. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I I think Ayala is kind of a sh- one of the shake em up guys. Like he could shake him up. He. he he could not. I think if he was wrestling on not Iowa, I think we would have. I feel like he's getting an extra bump because he's an he's an Iowa Hawkeye, right? Of course and, he is. In 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 perception as well, and that's that's pretty earned too. With their track record at, at 125 and 133, especially. So we'll we will see. He's yeah, got he'll be an big important weekend. part of that team. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was in that duel. I'll give you a quick note in that duel. Ayala turned 19. Uh, early October, mm-hmm. obviously it's nice. a freshman. Wolf from Purdue, the, the, he was a great story. I, I made sure I got it in on the broadcast because I, yeah, I, I knew it, it could be a quick We've one. talked about But him. he's uh, he's 27 years old. Yeah, Russell at the Naval Academy and then served in the Navy for like five years, I believe. But he's, I mean, I wonder how many duels there have been a 19-year-old and a 27-year-old in the same duel. Dang. I thought that was kind of a cool, cool little stat. But props to Wolf. I mean, serves in the, in the you know, U.S. Navy and goes back to Purdue and he's getting some crazy, crazy degree. And he, I was just watching him the other day and thinking to myself, this is a guy that's just an extraordinary human being. Like, I mean, super tough. So sometimes I lose lose track on how, I mean, these guys are incredible people. I mean, gosh, I mean, I can't imagine handling that kind of workload at that level. Yeah. I mean, I had a hard enough time passing algebra. I was gonna say, how old are you, JD? <laughs> JD, are you? I don't, I don't know why he puts himself through it. Well, twenty-seven. Yeah, I mean the guy's the guy's pretty impressive. To, to Shane's earlier point, it's like they you want to wrestle in college. Like Ben Ben talked about it forever. He's like, man, I would. I still, still want to wrestle in college. He would. Ben would still be in there. He would be Van Wilder. He'd just be <laughs> hanging out. What's up, dudes? I'm still the seventy-four. Would you still be a seventy-four pounder? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I'm, I'm bringing my weight down right now. Um, not that much over where I would need to be to be 74, but a little bit still. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep coming down. Where are you at? Just in case anyone needs me in March. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Where, where are you at? Where, where, Don't worry how, about it. I'm worried about mid, it. Mid, mid to low <laughs> 190s. Okay. Yeah. So I'll need to be like to be a 174 pounder. I was like, say 179 to 182 kind of walking around weight. Uh, and then obviously, you know, you make weight. Remember when Jordan Burroughs made you cut a bunch of weight to wrestle him? At- oh, what a dick. <laughs> Why did he do that? We, re- we literally, I tell you this, I brought, I flew to Lincoln because, because I love wrestling and I wanted to wrestle with Jordan freaking Burroughs for five days. He knows how it went. We practiced together. Although I did score one takedown on him. Take that, Jordan. I got one takedown on him. That's why. In Lincoln. That was that's it. why he, he was probably mad at me for that. I got one. I got one. Um, he knew how it went. He knew how I was going to go. And then I was, co- I literally coached at Freestyle State that day. And then between 6 p.m. when I got home and 11 a.m. the next day, and this is, I'm traveling to New York also, I cut 12 pounds because yeah. this guy was. I remember when you got to the AC, you weren't looking good. What a great. low life. You're what a low life. I take that back. You take that back right now. How many? 17 hours. <laughs> I cut 12 pounds in 17 hours, and that's including a flight to New York. Wow. Not cool, Jordan. Not cool. That's hilarious. I love bringing it up because it cracks me up. You did it. You agree. Don't cut. Listen, hold on. Back up. You agreed to it. So no more complaining about it. You have to bury that complaint. I just wanted to wrestle. In the ocean. I just wanted to wrestle. Just wanted to wrestle. Don't wrestle. So you, you yeah. got to wrestle. Yeah. Oh, ben, so, Ben, let me ask you this real quick. With, with uh, wrestling Burroughs, what's the, what's the one thing that stood out the most that surprised you with him? Uh, nothing. I mean, also I went and trained with him. So I knew, I kind of knew, um, what surprised you then though? Um, how how strong he was everywhere. Usually, um, when I'm wrestling someone, even, even really good guys, I can find places where they're weak and I kind of can manipulate the match or the practice into that position that I wanted to be in. And, you know, I, I have a lot of weapons, so I can wrestle in, in a lot of places. So when I find where they're weak, I wrestle in that place a lot. And um, there was not really any point of weakness, at least none that I could find. Did you ever get to early in his career, he gave up some go-behinds from front headlock stuff. Did you try to get him there any? Did you ever get him uh, there? No, we actually spent a lot of time. He wanted to feel my front headlock and a few of the moves I did. So we actually just spent a lot of time there and, um, you know, starting there and wrestling there. And he was really good down there and strong. Uh, I might have got him, but he was letting me – He was let, when he was letting me start there, it's not really fair, you know. Let me start with my ideal positions. Not, yeah. not, that's not very fair. Um, no one gets go-behinds on him now. No, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got a go-behind. It would have been a dump, for, okay. freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, but the part about, um, I mean, just from a really simple perspective, but sometimes you got to take it this way, wrestling Jordan um, is, right, if you want to pull someone down, usually you have to work hard to pull them down, which means you have to raise up your stance, which means you have to, uh, you know, kind of allow them to have some attacks, but he's so good being underneath you, right? So you can't let him underneath you. So you're like, well, shit, I can't, I can't come out of my stance to get him to come underneath me, right? And then obviously on the other side, he is so good at the reattacks and go behind. So if you attack him and go underneath him, then it's so much danger also, you know? So it's like really, unless you're really at the very highest level of wrestling, I don't want to say it's impossible to wrestle Jordan, but it's like, you really have to be on the very pinnacle of wrestling to even compete with him. Yeah. That, uh, that seems to be the case. Yeah. 
Because I can go Thumbs in rooms right now and wrestle with really <laughs> high level D one. I mean, really, really high level D one guys and and compete just well. If they're not if they're not really high level, like I'm gonna kill them. Like you know, there's like levels to this. If they're not at the highest level of D one, I'm gonna smash them. And you know, but against him, it's like shoot, like I barely can get anything. Yeah, <laughs> what a monster. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want to ask some of these questions? We had voicemails, Jay. Uh, oh, voicemails. Yeah, buddy. Sion <laughs> got the phone the phone number yeah. kickback on. We paid that our phone be. bill with Cricket Wireless, and now we're ready to... I think I might have lost some, but we got some, some recent ones. All right, do you want to play start with Taylor from Virginia? Oh, we got to start with a Virginian. That's right. I wonder where he's from. He thinks... Did, did we screen this? <laughs> did we screen this? Eh, I listened to it. Um, okay. How long? It's not four minutes, is it? No, it's maybe one minute. He, he he's big mad that we didn't put Austin the Saint in the same tier as Dayton Fix. Well, let's hear Taylor. Oh, out. let's hear. Let, let, let him out, hear him. But him that's out, dumb. Hey guys, this is Taylor calling about the tiers you guys were talking about. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. The one thirty-three pound tiers. I don't know why you guys have such a distinct oh. line between Austin DeSanto and Dayton Fix. I'm not a Iowa uh, Iowa guy by any means, but I mean, who's who's next? Who's uh, Dayton Fix's best win in his collegiate career? Is it over Nick Seriano? I mean, that was. I mean, when was that? 2019. Austin DeSanto has the same wins if not better wins and Dayton Fix barely beat him stalling like he always does Ooh. and I know Chris <laughs> has a special place in his heart <laughs> for Dayton Fix but I just don't see that that clear difference like you guys do I think Austin DeSanto has just as good of wins if not better wins he has a win over Roman a while ago he has a win over Soriano he has a win over Gross Michic. I don't I don't I don't see how Dayton has a head and shoulders better resume. Who did he say well, has a special place in their heart for for, for Dayton? Who do you say has a special place in their heart for Dayton? I'm a, miss- I'm a huge Dayton Fix fan, but I mean that that doesn't that's not the reason why I think he's in that top tier. I think he's that that, that guy that call brought up some really good points. But I mean I he brought up some really good points trying to sell the arguments. I mean, when you look at the resumes, yeah, Austin DeSanto's got some huge wins. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's – I just well, don't know if uh, – I mean, I still have RBY and, and Fix in that so, top tier. So to his point about, okay, you could say that Dayton's best win was over Nick Suryana in 2019, but we got to go back a while to find the, the wins you're most excited about with, with Austin. Those were – Things years ago yeah. as well. Wait, so right. we don't get the counter world finals appearance. It's because it's freestyle. Well, I, I mean, I would, I certainly consider that. I, I could, that um, factors into my brain a little bit. Yeah, that Desanto didn't try to make the team. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> we literally don't know. Stop. He probably would make that the Russian honestly. team or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what so, was that Russian's name? That dude's good. What the hell is his name again? Ramazan. Abiskazi, baby. Abiskazi. Yes. I got to meet. You him. love him. How'd you forget his name? Uh, I, th- I, thought, I thought you were talking about the guy that wrestled DeSanto. Oh, no, no, no. Abbas Kadzi. Yeah, that guy yeah. was He's going up to 65. Oh he should. Soon. Really? Soon. I love it. I hope he, yeah. 
That's great. I I don't like Rashid off. Get him out of here. Retire that guy. Oh, he's what he might be. My he's. I love that guy. No. Oh come on! I can't stand Rashid off. He he annoys me. I love him. He gets so much hype. People put him on this tier. He's not. He wins. Some, yeah, some. because he wins. What do you mean he gets all this hype? The guy's a freaking. I mean, he's always in the final. Yeah, he's, I mean, he wins. He's, a, he's he's certainly elite, but he gets put in a class I don't think he belongs in. He gets put in like some pound for pound class that I don't think he's really earned, personally. And I yeah, think, but that weight class is always stacked. I mean, we're talking about that what Gazi Mirad Rashidov, right? I mean, that he had that crazy match with uh, Aliyev. At one of those world championships that was just bonkers. That weight class is always so stacked. It's always. It's a good way. Always there in the end. Listen, he's fine. I'm allowed to like and not like who I want. And my reasons don't have to matter. And <laughs> But I do have reasons that I think matter. Listen, I know that, well, one, I don't think Dayton really is a staller. Um, no. Uh, but DeSanto in that semi was certainly in pursuit more than Dayton was. But... I think the problems that – here's the thing, and here's why. And maybe this guy's right that we should put him in the class because they've had close matches and he's beaten good guys. I disagree. But the problem is can Austin finish on these guys? And to this point, it doesn't seem like – The answer is no. He can't. He, he was able to early on Roman, and then the second match was really, really, really close. And then the second – since then – Same thing with been, Gross. He's been able to get in – and get in and get in, but finishing. And the same thing with Dayton. You can get in, can you finish? You can get in on Roma, can you finish? Right? And yeah, I think it, until it I see like... him come out the back door on one of these guys or dump one of these dudes in 2022, I just don't see it. So he, he did have the early win on um, RBY, and he had the early win on Seth Gross. But then, yes. to your point, after that, he didn't. So it's like it feels like a lot of these guys are getting a feel for him, and then after they get that feel for him, he's not beating them at all. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I just don't, I agree with you guys that I don't think he'd be Dayton's bumped up feel until, yeah, Dayton, Dayton has, yeah. Uh, so but... I don't think you guys can bump him up until he beats one of those two dudes. Yeah. And maybe the standards not being applied similarly on other weights. I don't know. It's just, I think the technical problems that Austin has to solve against two, one is truly world-class and the other guy lost, you know, and he lost to a guy at this weight. So I don't know. I don't think it's a dig on DeSanto that. To say, Not at all. It's like, man, we're talking about Dayton Fix, right? This guy was literally yeah. in the World Finals. He killed everyone up to the World Finals, and he's the only guy that gave uh, Abbas Kazi a, a match, and it was a real match. So, it was a real match. Listen, yeah, Abbas Kazi was good though. Wow, he is so good. I'm gonna watch him wrestle some more. Too bad no one in the international level wrestles on a regular basis. Yeah, we'll see him next year. Okay, so good question from Taylor. I love I love the I love the passion. Thank you for. Sorry we don't agree, but we can still be friends. We're Virginians. We got to stick together. <laughs> There's only a few of us. Okay. Uh, do we want to go to some questions from friends here? I thought we had two vit two oh, calling two. questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this is a great one. Who would Hunter, I train? I'm Hunter from Cleveland, too. Tennessee. Let's listen to Hunters. Hey guys, this is Hunter from Cleveland, Tennessee. Um, this question's for Ben. I was just wondering if there's any current college wrestler that you've been watching this season that you've ever thought to yourself, man, if I could just get a hold of that guy and train him for a season, I could really take him to the next level. Um, and, of course, why? I appreciate it. Bye. Good question, Hunter. Great Cleveland, question, Tennessee, right? I think that's the hometown of uh, 
Is that is that where Chittam's from? Is he from Cleveland? I think so. Sounds like somewhere down there. They're good at wrestling. Um, so I would. I mean, you know who I would have really loved to work with? Who who he just did a, he a lot of, a lot of things where he was really close, but it felt like if you had actually gave him like a technical explanation of just a slight adjustment, uh, would have been Michael Kemmerer. Um, now obviously he's got the shoulder issue. He's older. Eh, I'm gonna try to pick someone younger <laughs> than him. Uh, but he he would have been a lot of fun to work with. You know, maybe. I think I even offered through someone, and you know he didn't take me up on it or or whatever. Um, I think wow. David Carr would be a lot of fun to work with. Jacory, I don't know. Uh, Jacory's work ethic, from what I hear, is is uh, in the middle somewhere. Otherwise, he has some really amazing tools, and I think he'd be fun to work with. Um, so I, I'm obviously I'm biased towards the middleweights because that's kind of where I'm at, and I would like actually like to be able to wrestle with them mm. also. Yeah, so th- I think those two would be a lot of fun. Um, maybe 65 I'm staying away from because I like Evan and Keegan, and I don't really want to help anyone else there. Yeah, we'll stick with those two. So who's who are the guys? So Hunter, the, the angle he took was interesting because I thought it was more a question of oh, who would just be fun to roll around with and, and wrestle with that you haven't got to. But who do you see as like I could – I could plug some holes in this guy's game and really get him to the next level. That was an interesting. Yeah. That was the angle that I thought was interesting. So you think? Well, well, both both of those, I feel like for sure, I could. Wick and because I feel like Keegan Car- or Car- no no no. Uh, well, I, I have already. I feel like I've already helped them some. Well, well it's Keegan debatable. A lot. Wick. It's some. debatable about Keegan. Um, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Car would be like. I think I could increase his knowledge in some of the scrambles. Um, and Jacory, I think I could give him a better strategic approach to doing what he does because I think he's got a lot of good tools and maybe he doesn't always use them the proper way. And, you know, a lot of it's a, a mental component. So if you can't get the mental component right, then he's never going to be able to use the tools the right way. Um, but those two, you know, I guess, well, I got one more. The other, the other one I would AJ really Ferrari. like to work with. Uh, no, because he's already so set in his game. I mean, who knows? You know, he probably works hard. He'd probably be fun. But uh, no, I was actually thinking Rocky Elam. There's a few things Rocky Elam does that I think I could really make adjustments on. And, uh, you know, I need to hit Coach Smith up about that because I probably could just tell Rocky Elam to come up here this summer and work with him. There you go. Yeah. Ben, I was going to ask you that real quick. How often do you work with guys that just want to want to work with you in the offseason and, and, and spend some, some time with you? Yeah, I haven't had that happen all that much from like where they're already in college and they come over. So obviously I worked with the Badger RTC for a couple of years. So I got to spend a lot of time with a lot of those guys. And, you know, Evan and I became pretty close and Tristan. And so there were some guys that I worked with on a pretty regular basis. Um, but then I was with Corona hit. It was kind of, I don't say great, but it was, we had all of our college guys back for like five months, you know. So I got to work with all the college guys on a really regular basis there. Um, and then last summer we had, I think six six guys. So we had uh, the two Wickman brothers. We had Keegan, Aiden, Josh, and Dom were working regularly, so I get to work with them. Yeah, so I get to work with college guys on a fairly regular basis. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if other people hit me up and want to come work, I'd love to come work with them. Obviously, high-level wrestling is just fun for me. So there's that. Good stuff. Thank you yeah. for the questions, guys. Um Questions from friends. Let's take a look here. Um, I haven't. I have not looked at these. Okay, future show. Future show. Shane Sparks top ten all time mat returns. Uh, and Bailey Brown says Kyle Dake versus Tyler Caldwell is an easy number one. He mat returned this guy for about a half an hour. 
It was even Dakin Michael Taylor, Chandler that, loved him at return. Dakin Taylor, that match stands out to me. I mean, I have to go back. I think he had seven or eight of them against Taylor. And they're not always these big booming mat returns. I mean, a mat return is, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. But um, yeah, Kyle Dake. My, my favorite, uh, I'll tell you the guy that actually made me where this all started was Isaac Jordan. There was a weekend yeah. years back in Madison, and he wrestled, he wrestled, I believe it was James Green of Nebraska on a Friday night and St. John of Iowa uh, on a Sunday. He wrestled those two guys in the same weekend. I remember that. And beat weekend. them both. I remember that. He beat them both, and a big part of that was the mat returns. And I remember sitting in the stand. That, that's where it hit me like, God darn it. Isaac Jordan is one of my favorite. He's the guy that got me paying attention to mat returns. Yeah, and we got that but, picture of Dake. With, Dake Molinaro. Oh, that's Molinaro. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Kyle Dake was just, gosh. Kyle Dake, from a mat, mat standpoint, man, was he unbelievable. The riding, the mat returns. He, you know what I always loved about, about Dake? About salivating. Yeah. He's I'm close. Get this I, guy I, a this bib. Stuff, because it's get him just, a bib. Here, here's what I would tell you. It's like, don't listen to me. Talk to Kyle Dake. Like, who cares what I think? Don't don't do it. I don't don't do it then. Ask Kyle Dake if it's important. You know, ask these guys mm. that win national titles if if it's important. Take it from those guys. But you know what I loved about Dake? You were probably like this too, Ben. Is they could be beating somebody ten nothing off a restart with seventeen seconds left. You weren't getting a point. Like a lot of guys, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's one point. Who cares? You beat him ten one. Oh no, Kyle Dake. Never, I don't. I'd love to watch every minute of his wrestling and see if he ever gave somebody like a free point. And that's what I loved about him. He <laughs> was just out there, to just destroy every bit of you. Like he wasn't going to let you feel good about yourself. Like, oh, I got away and I got a point on Kyle Dake. Like he'd never give you that. He'd never give you that. And that's he's one of my all-time favorites because I think his mentality. You know what else I loved about Dake? I spent just a little bit of time with him at this uh, this wrestling event a couple years ago. And uh, his discipline is like, I'm a big believer in, I, I like psychotic discipline. And, and if you really want to win a world title, like everybody, oh, I want this. I want to win four national titles. I want this, this, and this. But they don't really, a lot of these guys don't really live it. And I heard Dake, I'll give you a story, guys, real quick on Dake. He makes the Olympic team. And we're getting ready to do an interview. And Dake asks somebody for a bottle of water. He goes, hey, can I get a bottle of water? And then he goes, sealed. They bring the water over, and he opens the water up. And maybe I should have been so surprised. But he takes a drink of it, and I'm like, man, you are that, like, disciplined, right? And he looks at me and goes, F, yeah. Like, he's just every single detail, and he pays attention to every little detail. And I heard him once say that every decision he makes, he asks him, it's real simple. Is this going to make me an Olympic champion or not? End of story. And I'm telling, I mean, we've seen, I know Flo's done a bunch of stuff, great stuff. Christian, you've spent time with him. I'm not saying the guy lives a perfect disciplined lifestyle, but I admire somebody that is willing to do whatever. Like, I'll give you one, Ben. This this will be the unpopular opinion of the show. Here it comes. <laughs> if I was in college, if I wrestled in college, there is no way in Sam hell I would have any alcohol at any point during my career, and that includes off season. I'm not doing it. 
It's too hard. Wait, Shane, if I'm hold on. This, Let me I'm can I ask you a question though? I'm not doing no, I actually don't drink. So this is a bit Shane, did you ever drink in high school? I never touched a drop. That was my I never ever. I would I never touched a drop in and, high school. And no so way. the main reason was your regret. competitive athletic career or what? Yeah, that, that I mean I, really? I wasn't even that good, guys. I just I wanted to be a state champion so bad, and I told myself, like right now, I have zero re- I did Wait, it, so I did it I, right. Okay. I just didn't win. Why? Why did you not go to the next level? I, I don't. I so said we never even had this conversation. But why did you not go to the next real, level then? Real simple. Now here's where I screwed up. So okay, and I, it is what it is. But it's a lesson. I was my my dream school growing up was Arizona State. So oh, I, at, at 18 years old, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't. Good. I've, I've come to learn like you're gonna be real. You want to wrestle Division One? What? placing high to state tournament at that time. It's like, Oh, I'm really good. Now it's, it's, you gotta be way better than that. So I was going to walk on at Arizona state. So I move out to Arizona so I can get in-state residency. That was the, the plan. Uh, and then I, uh, I got my girlfriend uh-oh. pregnant and, and my son Austin oh. will be 26 years old and I love him to death. But it's a look like that's something that, I mean, if I was to talk to young, young people, like, that decision, that was a bad decision. I, like, you, you've got to be disciplined. Like, you can't, like, hey, and I'll be honest. I mean, well, I won't get too deep into this stuff. But, <laughs> Yo, let's, but, not, uh, let's not get into how the babies are made, Shane. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I just I got a good that, idea what you were doing, though. Got a pretty yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I've always been disappointed in myself that I didn't understand. I did not understand the ramifications of, of those decisions. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I love, I love discipline. I just think it's, and quite frankly, right. I just wasn't good enough. Like if, if I, I've never, I've just never understood that you like, yeah, I'm going to drink in the off season. Why? I, I just, I, I, this might be the Kirk Herb Street stupid comment of the day, but I'm going to question your dedication a little bit. Like, is it that important to you? Like, is it re- is winning a national title that important to you? Because if it is, and I'm not saying you got to be perfect all the time, but what's your sleep? You guys tell me if I'm nuts. What's your sleep like on June 27th? What's your sleep <laughs> like on June 27th? Are you, I believe it's got to be kind of a 365. Not that you got to train every day, but every day, every decision has got to be, is this going to help me win a national title? Maybe maybe I'm living in fantasy. There's right? definitely been, um, I, I mean, I obviously agree, but there's, at the NCAA level, I think there's a lot of national champions, national champions that are that party hard. Postseason, including early in the season, um, so it's uh, you know it definitely happens. I I think it happens. Ed Rudis more. famously found himself at a Taco Bell Ed very Ru- early one morning, and he destroyed everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it, it happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. It happens with kids. I would ask you this. Here's 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 how no. I would would combat that argument. You can get away with it. Like it it kind of goes in to spite of not story. because of. I wasn't the only guy doing what I was doing when I got my girlfriend pregnant, right? There's I'm sure a lot of us. It's like I might have been. But <laughs> but sinner. But but what but what you're saying what what you're saying though is that if you're willing to live that lifestyle. I'm. I'm just going to question how. I'm still going to question how important it is to you. You, if you might still have the success, but what you're telling me is you're willing to risk 
winning a national, you're willing to risk it by taking yeah. what I would consider some shortcuts or some dangerous paths. So yeah, you Deadly might be able to get away with it. It's, it's no different than we should, you, you shouldn't drink and drive either. But, and I speak in Wisconsin because it's just kind of a, too many people do it. It's like, yeah, you might get away with it, but still doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I didn't drink. So I, uh, I actually, I lived that path for a good, well, I still yeah. live that path. I still, <laughs> not, you're still, I still don't drink. I don't know. You've had a bunch of kids, yeah, yeah. and I think you're off the path. I listen, I might, uh, might do some of that. <laughs> so, Ben, you never drank in college. You never drank in college? I never had a I sip. I still never drank. I still never drank. You're never kidding even... me. No, to this day. He's never even had no duels. <laughs> Shane doesn't speechless. know what to say. He's speechless. Well, here's... For the first and, time ever, Shane's part is speechless. I don't, I don't drink, Shane. I don't drink at all. It's not like, oh, I don't drink. It's like he never has drank. I don't drink. I'll just tell you, and here's... I'll give you my explanation. In high school, I was worried about getting suspended. In college... Yes, it was probably because I wanted to be a national champ. And, I, and you know what? I realized I had enough fun without it, and it led to a bunch of bad consequences. Then I get to age 23, and it's like, well, I'm already doing this good, and I don't drink. And so I might as well just keep not drinking. And then then probably somewhere around 30, I realized I have this like really addictive personality, and I'm kind of crazy. So then if I drank, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. And I don't yeah. really okay. want to find out. And I accidentally, one time in my life, I got high. Um <sighs> Because I ate something that I was not aware of was laced with a, uh, with uh, weed, and um, it was what? That's right. They 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 baked it into it. I didn't know. I was I ate something, and it really like I was really crazy. Um, <laughs> and so then I figured, hey, I probably shouldn't do that stuff. It's not going to go so well. Yeah. But but you but smoke you, you cigarettes talk to a like lot crazy. Of people though, you, you talk because I've had this conversation with a handful of coaches and athletes, and it's like, well. You know, in the off season, maybe you got to kind of wind down, and that's fine. I mean, people can. Everybody's got to make decisions, and you uh, you make those decisions. But to me, I'm just I'll never buy it. I just I just if I was a, I, I just I'm not buying it. I, I just I'm not I'm not buying it. I just think it. I, I'm going to question your dedication if you do it right or wrong. That's just my just my thoughts on it. David Jordan and Dake are three uh, you just hear stories about their, and they talk openly about their their diets their diets are insane and i think it extends yeah. into everything else that they do and i think it is a part of it i, I mean i just think yeah. i just think they are i think you either have a single threaded mindset or you don't and i think those guys do i think it's kind of all they think about and yeah I think that's a big part of it too like, it's just to all be the they, best I, in the world God, I mean, that changes everything. I mean, try to wrap your, I, I, tr I often try to do this. Try to wrap yourself, try to understand the concept of being the best in the world. Like eight trillion things have to go right. And one little thing has to go wrong. And that's, you're off the path. You want to be the best in the world. It's got to be so buttoned tight. Every single minute of your life has to be buttoned up tight. I think if you want to achieve that, it's insane. I cannot imagine operating at that kind of level it's, it's, yeah. it's i can't even figure it out in my mind okay question changing subjects um iowa versus ohio state do you think matches could split five and five this is from aj if so how do you think tiebreaker would go so could, well, could, ohio, could ohio state win five uh they could win 25 wins 49 flip. 49 they should win 60, 65 is winnable I, and they could, when is that? Wait, when's that match happening? Two weeks? 
Do they wrestle Ohio State this year? Yeah, they do. I think it's a two weeks, baby. Yeah, they they, uh, they go Ohio State and Penn State back to back weeks. Exactly. Seven, I, I believe, guys, that that uh, Penn State and Michigan is that the same night as Ohio State Iowa. It I, is. I, it I is. Wrestle each other. Okay, that's, that's a double. I don't know if they could because yeah. seventy four. If Kemmer's in, they should. They probably won't win. Uh, eighty four. I think they probably favored at 84 97 they're not who is romero would be favored over yeah 84 so they're they're really only favored at 49 and 84 you could put the coin flip at uh, i'm gonna say coin flip at 25 and 65 Mm -hmm. uh, and then slight underdog at 74 could they sneak an upset at 41 because ironman's been wrestling dudes to one point matches i mean that's Uh, i don't see it even for me that's a I don't think D'Amelio has that the skill set to. I don't think he's the right matchup. I think I think D'Amelio is on par with some of the guys that have tested Ironman, but I don't think yeah. his style matches up well. O- Ohio State, I don't think has any shot of of winning the duel, even if they got to five somehow, just because they're going to get there's some they just don't match up well at, at other weights. Um, but they match up better against Iowa than they do to, against Michigan. Michigan is a Shane and I were talking about this before you you hopped on, man. It's it's a it's mm-hmm. a tough matchup for them. Really, they they could other than Sasso, they're going to be underdogs at I think every weight. Ohio State. Yeah. Um, oh no, not sixty five. I think Carchel is a favorite at sixty five. But they they had what that's three a, two matches? They had, yeah. Had, how much has Cam Amin wrestled this year? He has not wrestled a lot. Um. Let me look. I'm, he wrestled I'm, in I'm, Vegas. I'm on it. He wrestled, yeah, he wrestled CQ. He's seven and, seven two. and two. He lost to Julian and he lost to Evan Wick. Uh, both at, he hasn't wrestled since Vegas. That oh, was early December. Beat Liaro, beat Bubba, beat Ogunsanya. Okay. Okay. I hope we see that match on, on Friday. That That's one I really want to see. Karchla versus Julian. Yep. I think it's Karchla, personally. I think it's Karchla close, super close. Yeah, it could be close. Okay, next question. Uh, Guys, let me throw another guy out there right now. We're talking about hit it. I will. I will. I. I did not know who Hamity was. Dean Hamity from Wisconsin. Yeah, he's a guy that I'm. I'm starting to get some love for him too. He is. You know what Absolutely. I loved about him last week? Two nothing leading. Here's another. I love Matt returns, but you know what I think I love more than Matt returns? Two nothing or four one first periods. I'd love to see the analytics on that. I mean, figure. I mean, gosh, you, you get that. What do you mean exactly? Are you talking about finishing a period on top? I'm talking about yes. Final score, you know, scoring a takedown and a ride out in the first, or you know, you get a takedown, let them up, take them down again and ride them. I'd love to see the analytics on two nothing matches after the first period. Yeah. I'll bet you win eighty five percent of the time. Well, the thing, I the might thing, be a little high. But... It's it's one of those statistical sort of like conclusions that I think it can actually be misleading in, in a way. It's like yeah, first takedown is a good indicator of who will win the match, but it's also just a good indicator of who the better wrestler is, anyways. So it can, yes. it can kind of be. I think it gets overly attributed as a reason. Correct, guys. Win if you know if that makes any sense at all. But yeah, him. Oh, I, I think, decent guys actually give up the first takedown and then come back to get like four. Yeah, it happens. 
for sure. But I think more happens. It's really I mean, he had a match. It must have been. Uh, I think it was. Gosh, it was one of the day. I can't, now I don't remember. But he, he's up two nothing in the first period. Couple Matt returns, finishes the period on top. He's up two nothing. And gosh, I just, I just love seeing that. I just it's love good. the grit. We're not giving three points away to make it two one, especially if you get a takedown with forty seconds left. Like, yeah. come on, guys, keep them down. I I do think you drastically underrate the difficulty of uh, of of uh, holding guys down at times, though. It, no, so- no, no, Christian, Christian, it's one of the hardest things to do in wrestling. It is difficult. It is super, super, super hard. Super hard. I might, okay. I might sound like that. I get it, but I, I know how tough it is. I know it takes. It's like anything else in this sport. You got to work at it. Like yeah. there's got to be a, a ton of work put into it. But it's an area, you know. You know, get back to top wrestling with that four point near fall. It, I mean, it reminds me of. Remember Brent Musburger when he was doing an Alabama. It might have been a national championship game, and AJ McCarron, the quarterback. They went mm-hmm. to his now wife, then girlfriend in the stands. I think Uh-oh. she was Miss Alabama. And Musburger's got one of those great lines. He goes, I'll tell you what, if I'm a young boy in Alabama, I'm in the backyard practicing playing quarterback. Where I think where I relay that to wrestling is if I'm a young kid, if I'm a young kid watching college wrestling and I see that four point near fall, we are going to just work and work and work and work on top. I know being good on your feet's important too. But we are really working on top. Like, we're, we're going to – at four-point near fall is a game changer. Speaking of not training folk style, here's a question from Sam Herring. For kids that have world team aspirations, cadet and junior, when is it time to cut off folk style competition and training? How do you balance that? Ben? Uh, I'm assuming he just means on a seasonal basis, correct? I would assume that's what he means. Yes. Okay. Um, I would say we – I mean, usually when our high school kids come back, we do – primarily neutral um we want to wrestle and we wrestle in the folks down nationals at the end of march so we, but we wrestle just neutral that month then we transition right into freestyle um you know maybe we're doing some stuff on the side for certain guys who are going to be really competitive to making the world team um and then obviously we're primarily freestyle april may june july do you think it could start to swing too much the other way where there's a uh, too much of a focus on making world teams and is that how what impact could that have on college wrestling if if any uh i, I wouldn't see impact i would see uh, i mean i would see opportunity for the guys who aren't right uh because we have seen the negative side of certain guys who are international guys, they come over, obviously their mat wrestling is not nearly as good. And, you know, they can get up to the level relatively quick. Uh, well, I, not up to the level. They can get proficient, not good, really quick. Um, but you're always going to have, you know, then some guys who aren't as committed to freestyle, you know, being able to take advantage of the top and bottom positions in folk style. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Exciting stuff. I think we have uh, – we're pretty much out of questions that I think we want to tackle. Are we the picks tomorrow or what? Oh, yeah. You get – you get. I want a lot. We, okay. you need, we need a wide net. And share, share the document tonight. I want to do a little research. So this oh, is the week. Oh, now we're, we're going ahead of time. I see you guys getting – you're trying to get a lead here. This is the – you're going to get it shared at the t- at you the can't deal time. with – you can't deal with my high-level picking abilities. You are, you so are two you, games – you're two games ahead of me. Two Two picks. 
I'm three. Three. Okay. You think I can't run that down? I'm running you down this week. It's happening. <laughs> I've got you in my sights. See, see ben, Ben's head. changed. Ben's changed. He's satisfied. He's content to, to win by one or two. I <laughs> mean, well, I'm going to get ahead and I'm going to bury him. I'm going to put him away. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with picks. Lots of picks. Big thanks to Shane Sparks for hopping on. Have fun at all the Big Ten matches. I'll see you, Shane, January 28th. Ben will be there. Iowa City, Iowa. There's a little well, nice. I will. Yeah, Ben. <laughs> Remember, we're commentating the Iowa-Penn State duel. Remember this? Me and you? We never you agreed to this. <laughs> we talked. <laughs> okay. Well, I got to text me. Text me. I'll text no, you. No, I actually didn't know this, Christian. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> it. We'll see you then. All right, you should call me. I got to call Ben Bye. right now. Bye. Later. <laughs> see you guys.